It took me by surprise, and I didn't even realize it until my non-pharmacy friends looked at me weird and said, bro, what are you doing? So yes, in pharmacy practice, you have to be able to pivot. You have to be able to whip a nene from one task to another, from one patient to one doctor call and do, 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 do. But if you do that outside of pharmacy, it can really tarnish your relationships and really drive people nuts. And if you keep that going long-term, it will drive you crazy too, because you'll be trying to do all the stuff, but not get anywhere. It's not the same as in pharmacy practice. And that's really what I want to bring your awareness to in implementing the concept of mindfulness at pharmacy practice, but especially transitioning to non-pharmacy. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. Fit Farm fam, you have spoken and I have listened. Based on all of the feedback that I've been getting on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and on all podcast platforms, there is a need to talk about the things not taught that is reality in practicing as a pharmacist to a high degree. That's why I'm excited to launch this mini-series called Unscripted, what they don't teach you in pharmacy school. If you have all of the knowledge in the world to be top of your class, have countless awards, and have every mechanism of action memorized down to minute details, it won't really matter because that won't really help with your ability to help your patients. While the knowledge you gain is essential to the backbone of your degree, it will be useless unless you know how to communicate what you know to those you care for. The fact in pharmacy is this, patients don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. To quote Maya Angelou, it's the details I'll share in this podcast mini-series called Unscripted that will separate you from a patient viewing you as just another pharmacist to my pharmacist, which will only happen once you've implemented the five key facets of pharmacy. That's what we're gonna be covering, so let's dive into this week's episode. Have you ever heard the phrase, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush? This basically means that if you try to go after too many things at once, you'll end up with nothing. As opposed to going after just one thing, being focused and having that literally in your hand, success. This sounds great, but have you ever been in a pharmacy? Have you ever seen the chaos that goes on there? You have to juggle doctor calls, pharmacy calls, pickup, drive-through, drop-off, over-the-counter consultations, doctor recommendations, doctor interventions, drug interactions, counseling, oh, and technicians, and your own life. It's crazy, but if you want to be successful in pharmacy practice, you have to be able to handle things, multiple things, at the same time. Being able to pivot, start something, hand it off, come in the middle of workflow, pick it up, finish something that you didn't even start. That is the art of pharmacy. If you're working in a pharmacy, filling a prescription, and a patient at drop-off has a question specifically for the pharmacist, maybe there's an issue that needs serious attention, your attention. Are you going to say, oh, no, wait, I need 10 minutes to finish this and see this all the way through? Ain't going to work. You have to be able to drop it and go and address what is most prioritized in that moment, which changes from moment to moment. 
Now, in pharmacy practice, that's essential. But have you ever realized that what's efficient and effective to be a good pharmacist is actually destructive outside of pharmacy life? This is something that I realized, and in talking to pharmacists throughout my career, is a huge awakening moment that they don't teach you in pharmacy school. And this is exactly what we're going to talk about in this part, part three of the unscripted podcast miniseries. So guys, this is something that's huge and was a huge wake-up call for me about my, my first year of practice, actually, because as you know, we don't get lunch breaks in the community pharmacy setting. Most of us, me, I don't get lunch breaks. So I work 13 hour shifts on my feet, no lunch break. So in order to eat, because I'm a competitive bodybuilder, uh, self-care is important to me. I, I know that I need to be nourished in order to do my job at my fullest potential. So I had to get innovative at eating. That was not just protein shakes, but finding foods that I could get in quickly. Because once you have that mini window to eat, you have to really seize that opportunity because you guys know what I'm talking about. Maybe you try to heat up your meal and as soon as the microwave dings that it's done, oh, you got a doctor call. Or you open your food and as soon as the fork hits the food, oh, you've got a question and drop off. Oh, there's a, there's a problem. You need to fix this. Oh, I need to go on my lunch break. Someone cover for me. You know what I mean? Because yeah, that, that's, that's what happens, right? So I found that I started to get in this mindset of seizing the opportunity and picking things up and dropping them off in terms of workflow and then in terms of eating as well. And what started happening is I realized that in the pharmacy setting, that was essential to just survive, not just do your job well, but just to get by. But the better you get at that, the better I got at that, the more successful I was at being a pharmacist, at giving my attention where it was needed most in that moment. Being able to pivot, start something, start something, and, and get to where the attention needed to be right then and there. Being able to prioritize where my presence would shift. What I noticed happened was outside of work, I tried to live the same way, subconsciously. So I, would, I love reading. I read about three books a month. And I would be reading, and like two sentences in, I'd be like, oh, let me check this on Instagram. Or, oh, let me check Facebook. And then I'd be like, oh, I have this idea. Let me write it down. And, oh, you have to take a phone call. And, oh, yeah, this and that. Oh, this and that. You see what happens, right? And then time goes on, and, oh, it's time to go. And nothing got done. And I started to realize I'm spinning my wheels outside of pharmacy. This isn't working. At the pharmacy, this is essential. But when I do this craziness outside, it's almost like I have developed a workplace-induced ADHD. And I started to talk to pharmacists throughout my career, and they all had this like glimmer of, yes, exactly, type of reaction. And this is something that is legit true in pharmacy practice, but you have to be mindful of it. So going back to my food example, I started to eat in that way in the pharmacy practice, but the reason this came to my attention is I was outside of pharmacy hanging with my non-pharmacy friends, and whenever we were eating, they would look at me like I was crazy or something was going on. They're like, dude, the, the food's not going to expire. Like, we have time. And I was like so in the pharmacy zone mindset that it didn't click with me that I was doing what was successful in pharmacy practice outside. And while it was successful workflow for pharmacy, it was actually damaging and spinning my wheels type activity outside. And that was kind of like my aha moment. 
of having the mindfulness of being where you are. And that's a famous Rumi quote, wherever you are, there you are. Something along those lines. Sorry if I butchered that, but you get my point, right? You have to be fully present with where you are in the environment that you are. Pharmacy is changing now more than ever. For pharmacy students, that means that having a competitive edge, personal brand, and strong why are essential to create a successful career. Becoming the best pharmacist you can does not start when you graduate. It starts on day one of pharmacy school. Fostering healthy relationships, learning the fundamentals of true leadership, being able to successfully manage time, creating your personal brand, and leveraging social media to grow your influence and network are essential caveats of the pharmacy career that are not often taught in how to practically create them amidst the grueling demands you face as a pharmacy student. As a pharmacist who's been working full-time since I graduated pharmacy school in 2012, I am passionate about helping others find their voice in pharmacy. I want to provide you with a clear plan for how to dominate pharmacy school and script your dream career, which I share in my new book, Gen Z Pharmacist. You can grab your copy today in the show notes below or visit my website, thefitpharmacist.com forward slash book. So mindfulness is a huge learning point for new grad pharmacists for really any pharmacist of any practice. You'll get this kind of workflow that is effective in pharmacy, but you have to be mindful of kind of switching that off and realizing that you're not at the pharmacy anymore. Be able to chew before you eat your food. A crazy concept for us pharmacists, right? But you really need to have that awareness that when you're not in the pharmacy, you don't have to act like you're in the pharmacy in that mindset of starting things, stopping things, and just being fully present with each and every intention that you do. Now, this might sound crazy if you're a pharmacy student and you haven't experienced this yet, but I've talked to so many pharmacists that this really strikes home. And they have this, yes, aha moment, because it's the truth. And I just wanna bring this to your attention because it's the reality. What's effective in pharmacy practice is not necessarily effective outside and can be detrimental. So I wanna make sure that you are able to shift your presence, your mindset, your perspective when you leave the pharmacy practice. So I'm actually very lucky because I work far from where I live. So my commute one way is about 45 minutes. And at first you might think like, oh, that sucks. I've been doing it for about eight years and I like it because it's distance, not traffic. So it's, there's no traffic when I drive, both when I start and when I stop. It's just distance. If it was traffic, that'd be a little different. But I'm grateful for this. It's actually a thing that is a, like an unexpected blessing because I didn't realize this, but this is something that I did, is whenever I would drive back home, I would subconsciously tell myself, okay, pharmacy time's over, now it's time to focus on other time. And I would literally mentally prepare for going back into that environment. So this is something that I've talked to a lot of pharmacists that they've had to intentionally do to kind of flip off that pharmacist switch and turn on the non-pharmacy life mindset of being able to chew your food of being able to do one thing at a time and see that through and follow that through and be fully present in the moment. 
And guys, if you don't do that, if you're running around trying to catch all the different birds in the bush, when you've got that one in your hand, whether that's a significant other, whether that's family time, whether you're reading a book, that is the bird in the hand. When you're not in the pharmacy, you need to really take to heart the concept of mindfulness and being fully present. It does not work in the pharmacy, but if you try to translate and transition from pharmacy mindset to non-pharmacy mindset, it can drive you and the other people in your life crazy. So some tips to help you kind of transition is have that decompressed time. Some pharmacists like to sit in their car and listen to peaceful music so that they can kind of transition. Some people like to do a meditation. So when either in the car after they leave or when they get home, they kind of have like their 10 minutes of don't talk to me time so they can kind of decompress. Some people like to listen to music on the way home. Some people just like to do some sort of activity, kind of snap them out of that pharmacist mindset. So this is something that I really want to bring to your attention because your relationships are everything. They truly are. And I don't want those to suffer once you become successful as a pharmacist because the things that are going to help you in the pharmacy practice can hurt you in non-pharmacy practice if you don't have this mindfulness, attentive kind of awareness and presence of what you're doing. So this is a huge concept that I really hope you guys take to heart. And uh, if you're a pharmacist listening to this, please let me know if you relate. Because uh, a previous podcast interview I did with Dr. Starr, which was a phenomenal podcast, I'll link that in the show notes below if you missed that one, uh, that was just absolutely phenomenal. Dr. Starr is, I have a lot of respect for her and I, I'm so grateful that she shared her story on this podcast. Um, but that's something that we talked about is that was one of her big aha moments when she graduated being a pharmacist. It's something that she did not learn and was not taught in pharmacy school to expect. So it caught her off guard, just like it did me. It took me by surprise and I didn't even realize it until my non-pharmacy friends looked at me weird and said, bro, what are you doing? So yes, in pharmacy practice, you have to be able to pivot. You have to be able to whip a nene from one task to another, from one patient to one doctor call and do, 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 do. But if you do that outside of pharmacy, it can really tarnish your relationships and really drive people nuts. And if you keep that going long-term, it will drive you crazy too, because you'll be trying to do all the stuff, but not get anywhere. It's not the same as in pharmacy practice. And that's really what I want to bring your awareness to in implementing the concept of mindfulness at pharmacy practice, but especially transitioning to non-pharmacy, your family life, your friend life, your significant other life, whatever that life may be, just be mindful and have some sort of routine, some sort of mantra that allows you to flip off that pharmacist mindset switch and be fully present in the moment. Because like I said in one of the earlier episodes of this unscripted podcast mini-series, if you dwell on the past, that can lead to feelings of depression. If you focus on the future, you'll live in anxiety. But when you focus on the present, it truly is a gift, and that alone will bring you peace. So guys, if this resonated with you, please let me know. Share this on Instagram and tag me. Tell me if you resonated with this. Is this something that you faced if you're a pharmacist? Did you see this happen when you graduated? Because I've talked to hundreds of pharmacists that have said yes. And I'm really curious to know, one, is this happened to you? And two, what's the technique that you have found to work for you? 
If you post and tag me on Instagram, please let me know so that I can share this and let people know what's worked for you because each needs the help of the other. So by you sharing this, it'll help other people be aware of it. But by sharing your advice, it'll help other people get innovative and creative and think, oh, that might work for me because there's all different techniques and styles that work and something that works for me might not work for you. So that's why I really encourage you to share what has worked for you so that we can share these ideas and help each other thrive because that's what we're here to do. So guys, thank you for tuning in to this part three of the unscripted podcast mini series. This is the stuff they don't teach you in pharmacy school, but is essential if you want to thrive as a pharmacist, both in your professional life, but then also in your non-professional life, because it all comes to the self-care concept of really doing what can serve you both in pharmacy practice and outside. So I hope this uh, resonated with you. I hope this helped you as much as it helped me because uh, it was definitely a huge wake-up call and has really changed my professional and personal life. So guys, thank you for listening. Uh, if you found value in this, please share this episode. If you would really help, this would really help if you go on to iTunes and leave a five-star review and rating. That's how this podcast grows. Uh, I designed this to help people in the profession who are struggling or who want to thrive, but they, they want the resources. And there's a lot of talk out there, but I really want to bring what's most helpful. And what I've heard is the biggest life lessons that new grads have had. And I want to bring that straight to your earbuds. So hopefully this helps. Please let me know. Uh, but thank you for tuning in. This is Dr. Adam Martin with the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential. See you on the next episode, guys. Thank you so much for listening through to the end of that episode. I hope you're going to share this all across social media. Let people know that you're subscribed to the Fit Pharmacist Healthcare Podcast. Let me know. Post it. Tell me how it's impacted your pharmacy career and life. I would love to see your thoughts. I can't wait for this amazing and passionate community we're creating of leaders in healthcare. You're now a part of the movement, a part of the family. Thank you for being here. I can't wait to share the next episode with you.